welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. What's up, Meals? Did you miss me? Hey, I did. You know what? I did. But I also feel like I didn't because I did listen to the war report. So, but here's the thing. I never listened to our show. So I guess I never really listened to your takes on wrestling unless I'm talking to you about it. Now I think about it. Um, yeah, I haven't re-listened to the A show since probably like the first few episodes where I was like, "Damn, I was really good on this shit, man!" Like, we yeah, we, do I listened to the to the CM Punk episode a lot. I li- have we told people yeah. that we entered that episode into like this podcast competition? Have we told people? No, that? no I haven't because I don't know. I wanted to be a surprise, but we did enter it into some sort of award thing. So hopefully, it's an award-winning episode. I doubt it. <laughs> it's really good. It's like talking been- about. It's like when Raw, um, what the hell was that? The, the, the rousing approval of our <laughs> CM Punk episode. <laughs> I um, I I listen to that, but I, I feel like I feel like us putting that out is like um, is basically like the WWE trying to get an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, essentially, or the challenge trying to get an Emmy. The challenge have never won an Emmy at all. Ever, <laughs> and they that's, they go so hard. <laughs> I feel like that's crazy that they haven't. Not because RuPaul's Drag Race always wins it, and then I think this year it was actually someone else for the first time in like eleven years. But like, yeah, the challenges never won it. Um, I don't think the real world has ever won it either, which is even more crazy considering we watched its last two real world homecomings and we thought they were like amazing television. But maybe it's us being of age of like remembering the original series but even still i think like outside of that it was amazing television but like yeah it's a the things that have not won emmys are crazy yeah we deserve it though no we we absolutely do we absolutely do um with that said yeah man listen we've been me and you i mean i'm sure you you had fun on the war report i'm sure you you were able to kind of like let your vitriol fly with uh with fellow was, vitriol flyer Cyrus. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. There wasn't that much vitriol. Okay. No, I, it wasn't. It, it, it was a legitimately not good show. Of like course, there wasn't yeah. there wasn't much for me to shit on. If that of was course. the case, I feel like I've provided more questions than I provided takes. Where I was just like, "What is this? <laughs> Why are they sure. doing this?" Even even the um I tried to give the J match some some props. I felt like Quan and Cyrus was like, no, that was not a good <laughs> Well, they have more experience watching Jade matches on a week to week basis. And if I had to say anything, it's not that I don't think it was a good match. I just think the effort from her doesn't seem to be like I think you were a spot on where you're like, even if she wasn't good in the match, I think the match was overall good itself. Yeah. But yeah, the match wasn't good because of her. Until they made, until they made, um, until they made like uh, Taya look like an idiot. Like I, I just yeah. felt, and then turned her heel. And it's just like I hate when the people do that. I don't like when WWE does it. I don't like it. You know when any other wrestling show does it. Just because you lose, like there has to be like a build up. I feel like to, to making somebody go heel for losing a match. You know what I mean? You lost to someone undefeated. That is not a reason to become a bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, listen, I love this for us. 
in this kind of space that we're in because well, as we're recording our podcast, both of our teams are in the semifinals of the playoffs. So I love this for us because yeah. I feel like we're winners in all of this. <laughs> and who knows, maybe it's a, if there's a Knicks-Lakers final by any stretch of the imagination, I think that would be the most insane, profitable um, <laughs> series that has ever existed. That would be crazy. Listen, you know, I didn't. I don't. I don't talk much. I haven't talked about the Lakers much during the regular season because they were terrible for a large they were, part of it. They were terrible until like February, and then until they they um, traded Russell Westbrook and got all these other pieces. Yes. Yeah, they were bad, but I look at the Knicks and I say, "Man, you guys look really, really good out there." Um, I looked at the Lakers in the Grizzly series, and I was like, kind of scared. I was like, "When did we get?" this good like it, it was crazy and again you know the team goes as lebron goes we, we did lose like game five or whatever a really stupid game to lose but lebron was just like oh i was i was terrible that game and i was like yeah when you're terrible like <laughs> we're not gonna win so like that's the one thing that that's gonna kind of depend you know that's, that's gonna structure how we do in this next series against the warriors which i think is gonna be a ratings monster but um oh man i can't wait for that it's tonight it's tonight <laughs> is it yeah, it's tonight. It's at ten o'clock tonight. Oh, like, ooh. seven o'clock for you. Seven o'clock. Yeah, I know, for you. but ten o'clock <laughs> for me for sure. So that means after NXT, I, I may not even watch it. I haven't watched NXT in weeks, by the way. <laughs> Just a heads up, I have not watched NXT thoroughly in weeks. Um, this is the time to watch, to be honest, to see how they restructure the rosters with so many uh, injuries on that roster right now, especially to the women and. Uh, top of the car for the men that to me is very unproven and needs a lot of work. I'm interested in seeing how HBK is going to shuffle the deck because we'll talk about and rate the draft um, a little bit later. They there's a lot or some shit like that. <laughs> there, I mean, there's a lot of women that are gone. There are a lot of women that are gone off that show now. And um, as far as the men, not much of a shakeup. Well, and I, I don't think they're gone, gone at least right now. I mean, Indy might be gone because she's hurt. But realistically, there are still champions and people who will be featured on the show, at least for tonight. And, you know, yeah, the other the other people would be gone, gone for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, just for oh, we'll talk about it later. But um, I, 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 you know, I think it's, it's tonight's episode will be interesting and I'm, I'm interested to see how they shuffle it. Obviously, they're still going to be there until um, this is the last week they're going to be there because the, the rosters take shape after um after saturday but how they're going to be integrated into i feel like the women they they called up could be put right in the mix but we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later but as far as lakers and knicks you know i i i've seen in our discord you and mark going at each other and it breaks my heart <laughs> i was prepared for this it breaks my heart it breaks my it doesn't heart. break my heart at all it doesn't break my heart at all i don't think i feel like <laughs> It doesn't break my heart at all. The thing is, is that the Miami Heat are well-coached team um, featuring a very good Jimmy Butler at the moment. So it doesn't break my heart at all about anything that's kind of going on. Um, mm-hmm. Do I, I don't think we're going to lose this series even still, but uh, it doesn't break my heart at all with the whole Mark thing because I expect Mark is a maniac. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> is that confidence? Is that confidence or sense? No, this is it's a little bit of both. I think um I think they're a well coached team and they Eric Spolstra is great at adapting and, and coming up with plans and working things. So if I think that's how, you know, a large part of how they took advantage of the Bucks series, along with Giannis being out for two and a half games, um, which Mark is going to be like asterisk. I bet you're going to put an asterisk by that. Yes, I would absolutely put an asterisk by that. He was out two and a half games. Like, what, if, what, what if you had a glass break and Mark's music plays and I put him on the, on the, on the mic right now? If you put him on the mic, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> bring him on, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But bring him on. I have no – Miami Heat are, are a solid team. Um, Y'all got injuries, too. Y'all got injuries. You're we injured. got injuries, too. Everyone's got injuries in this postseason, so it is except what it is. For, except for really us, the Lakers. Y'all, Bron hurt. <laughs> Don't let it fool you. Bron, yeah. Bron's like leg. He went to the LeBron James of doctors, which means okay, he's but a I'm, big but I'm capper saying, doctor. I'm not, you're, you're, you're capping down right now. Like it's in terms I'm not of capping down. In terms of reported injuries, I mean, I think it, the Warriors aren't. They, they don't have any like lingering injuries, right? Or, or any injuries that are reported. Lakers don't either. I mean, no, I mean, not to anyone that's important. Like Andre Iguodala is out, but he ha- he hasn't been like a main focus on this team in a long ass time. A long time, yeah. So, okay, my next question: Do you think y'all can beat Boston in four games? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I absolutely do. So this is this is what I'm like hoping for for this series. Like to be honest with you, I think if we did. Um, get the bucks it would be a much harder series and not to say that miami heat is easy is 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 easy but they're definitely if i'm picking between how we match up against the bucks and how we match up against the heat i'm going for the heat so if there's there's a real opportunity i mean the heat can do it too but there's a real opportunity to make it to the eastern conference finals and take out a team that one has either an injured Embiid or two has a kind of mentally lethargic boston celtics so there's an actual path to the finals that can be taken, especially if the Knicks. I think the Knicks will be hungrier to be able to do it. Like the Celtics went to the finals last year. I don't think they're hungry as much as they were last year, to be honest with you. So I think there's an actual route to the finals. That's why I want to win this series so goddamn much, because I legitimately think if we win this series, we're going to the finals. I legitimately think so. Okay. All right. Like, well, Embiid, I hope Embiid is still out because Embiid is a different monster, but. Well, Nixon, uh, Nixon Heat tonight, I believe. Nixon uh, Heat tonight, Lakers and and, and uh, Warriors tonight. We'll see how it goes. Um, big money, you know. I'm saying, I, 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 the only thing that I wanted has already happened. So, I, I there's not much. I, I got no. I, you know, what I'm saying, I'm playing with house money at this of point. Course. You feel me? No, of course, of course, of course. I got what? So, Jaws, Jaws gone. Uh, Giannis is gone. Yeah. I'm winning. This is, a, this is a this is a very surprising. Semi-final. All my all my enemies burn. <laughs> KD might go. To be honest with you, like it's. No, I need I need no 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 no. I need Jokic gone. So yeah, all my enemies aren't quite it's burned. Tough. It's looking tough. So here's the thing: it's like when you trade all your assets away. It's it's the thing that happened with the Lakers last year, right? Like, or maybe a couple years back, they traded for Davis. While they did win the championship, um, 
so much of that core team ended up moving on that like last year they were picking up like anybody that they can who wanted to join the team like Malik yeah. Monk was like averaging like fucking they had Malik Monk Carmelo Anthony like <laughs> damn near Michael Beasley at some point like they had so many random people featured on the team that it just didn't this team is way more well constructed than it was last year I, I can't i don't know about the championship team in 2020 but it's definitely a last year way better constructed team everyone can play their roles everyone knows that the roles that they're playing and when you're playing with lebron james you're automatically playing you got rue hachimura who was i guess dragging his feet on the wizards and now he's putting up like 20 a game um because he playing lebron <laughs> so he's yeah man it's definitely it's definitely a good you know Thing. so I'm, I'm looking forward to this series i'm kind of interested to see how this all shakes out um quick question since i asked Quan this last week as well did you finish beef no will I you fall finish off. Beef? huh <laughs> will you finish it yeah uh, <laughs> no you don't have to uh, i mean here's my thing right i thought the first two episodes were really good i think the show is interesting I just have so much stuff to watch between like Secession, um, Barry, stuff like that. Like I'm going to finish Beef. You know what? I might I might start it today. I might start it up again today. It's just that I like when I when I'm about to start it, I'm like, <laughs> like it's a lot. Like that show is a lot. Every episode of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of shit going on. Like I, I'll, I'll I'll finish it. I'll finish it. Yeah, just so we could talk. I'm I'm interested in seeing how <laughs> this series completely shifts. <laughs> um and your response to it so that's why i ask um oh some freaky shit it's it's not well yeah there's some okay freaky all right, stuff, all right like, all yeah um okay i wanna i wanna this is gonna be like our draft post show but also like our backlash prediction show so i want to get a couple of news items out the way okay um it's quite actually quite a bit of news items <laughs> yeah a couple a couple news items i i, I wanted to I guess I guess circle back around to the CM Punk stuff. Uh, he showed up um, on Impact at the Impact tapings a couple of days removed from him being at the the, the Raw tapings as well. I heard mm-hmm. what you had to say about it. Pretty sure you heard what I had to say about it. What are your thoughts? Kind of a week out. Do you feel like Punk just has the wrestling bug? Because that's that's been the the story that uh, one of the FTR guys was saying. He's got the wrestling bug. I mean, maybe he does. It seems like it's so. Like, we wondered, we were like, when he showed up to Raw, we were like, is this nigga sick? Like, <laughs> does he have some sort of terminal illness that he's coming to terms with and ending things with all of his enemies? He um, looks like it. <laughs> he's also bald now. He's bald now. I mean, fair. I feel like we're getting heel punk um, because of the baldness. Uh, however, no, nah, I mean, it, it's a great look if he's going around and, like, you know, yucking it up with all the he's trying to get back into industry trying to get back into good graces he's checking shit out i mean at least it wasn't just wwe so when he goes back to AEW, it was like listen i went everywhere baby i was there i was there i was at new japan i was at pwg like i got the wrestling bug it's not just a you know i ain't just go to wwe to to piss y'all off i went everywhere you know mm-hmm. i'm just mm-hmm. i'm just a fan of wrestling is what he's going to say. And Tony Khan's going to be like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I'll see you Saturday. Say, yeah, he ain't going to say shit. Um, I mean, not much. I mean, I mean, we can get into AEW too. Like, I last week, 
very, you know, it seems as though they, they've hit a, a peak of 800K here with this show. Like, I, I know we said a couple weeks ago, like, he might need to put Punk on TV sooner than later. And it seems as though they're waiting. I mean, we're a month out. It looks as though they should be kind of building to this, but they have a pay-per-view to, to, to build to. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually interested in seeing how they integrate him back into the show. I'm pretty sure it's going to be via the pay-per-view. Like, I think... Um... I don't know if he's going to appear on the pay-per-view and then do a match proper on that Saturday, which is how I would do it. Um, but I feel like once we hit that pay-per-view bump, we'll we'll head in that direction. But if they were if they were smart enough, cool enough, they could do both um, starting right now. But they're not. They're not as creative as we think. Um, <laughs> speaking of AEW, I have a bone to pick. Oh, boy. Over the weekend, over the <laughs> last week, I guess, AEW, bitch, shout out to, I guess, the people who design merch, but it's terrible, terrible merch. <laughs> Just bad. All, they turn everything into a shirt. You could slip on a banana peel and suddenly it's like, <laughs> banana, dark order banana peel. You know what I'm saying? Banana 316. <laughs> yeah. Don't get to slip on them. Um, but they released a shirt of Britt Baker. Yeah, the photo, the selfie that she took with a black eye, and so my beef is, and my main thing is, AEW is going to need a second very popular female star, <laughs> another <laughs> very popular. They preferably, need to develop. <laughs> yeah, they need to develop someone else just entirely. Jamie Hader, she's cool, but she's only known in wrestling circles. We're wrestling. But they need someone else on the level of Britt Baker or someone who can, because I've never seen someone defend a terrible shirt, a terrible idea for a shirt that she do by also bringing up how terrible their other shirts are in that AEW shop thing. And I'm like, are you are you using your brain? Like, what what, what are we oh. doing here? <laughs> because why would anyone? purposely walk around with a photo of a woman with a black eye on their shirt proudly like who why are you selling this why are you promoting this what what pr team do you have that said that this was okay because in 2023 there is no pr team that said like nah this would be valid there's no context to the shirt it's literally just a photo of a black eyed brick baker and you're defending the shirt the 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 word of optics comes into play here and i think it's the most truth and and the 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 best use of that word in 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 the sense of this shirt of just the optics look terrible we know what that's from right but nobody outside of wrestling knows what that shirt means which which is let me tell you something a large amount of people on this earth don't watch aew just oh yeah a heads up oh yeah not not at all nobody gives a fuck about AEW. there's a lot of people on this earth and only 800k of them give a fuck about AEW week to week okay <laughs> that just gives you just a, an example of of just how stupid this idea was to make this shirt here's my thing i would be okay with the shirt if only the outcasts were wearing it if only they were wearing it and they were not right. selling it. Right. They are selling the shirt. It has it to be printed. To do that. 
has to be printed, folded, shipped to you. What, what if you're the person buying that? What do you think? Are you thinking this is badass? Like, like what? What are you thinking? Right? It's the most, and and people defending the shirt. My thing is also people defending the shirt by also saying like the other news items in the news this week is like, well, you know, racism at W. I'm like, bro, slide to the left a little bit. We're talking about this shirt right now. We'll get to the racism in the WWE for sure. Um, <laughs> or Vince's uh, court cases and shit like right, that. Right, right, But I'm like, slide to the left. Shit that don't what get shit with shit. Right. I'm like, what part of that argument makes this a plausible shirt? <laughs> like, what part of that argument makes it valid enough to um, wear the shirt, print the shirt, anything? Like, Nothing. And, you know, Brit defending it, trying to make it like a feminist issue. That's not it. That's not it either. I'm not saying that the shirt is glorifying domestic violence. I could see that people would think it is a domestic violence shirt. People but, can interpret it any way they want. There's no context to the actual fucking shirt. Yeah, no context. There's not on the back of the shirt like an explanation, like a mansplain of, okay, so, you know, Okay, so boom, <laughs> type thing on the back of the shirt. There's right. none of that. Like it, it is. Saying, okay, it, so boom would be terrible, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it okay, is. So it I'm is like, just Adam Cole. It's a bad. <laughs> Could have been. It's, it's it's just a bad shirt, and 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 I think anyone defending it is is just crazy, um, to do so. And I I just have to say that like this ain't the this ain't even it's a bad shirt. It ain't the worst shirt on there. That Hardy shirt that Cyrus put in our chat, I was like, "What is Wait, this?" No, I need to see the what is the Hardy shirt. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Go to this. Go to this. Go to this shirt. What is the AEW shop? No or shop it's AEW. Not, I tried it. Shop AEW. There you go. Can't even get the um, get it right. You gotta put shop first. It's SEO, pal. <laughs> oh, pal. Uh, let's see. Hardy's. Hardy's. Why it's that it's, yeah it's this one right here this is it's it's a it's it's got a really bad server i'm gonna text it to you it's this one i had no clue what the fuck this was look at it like i saw the h's and i was like triple <laughs> triple h i was like <laughs> i was like triple h and then cyrus was like no yeah. the hardest what come on okay all right I mean, that's not, to be honest, I don't think that's a worse shirt than the fucking black eye shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I hold, like on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What about, what about this one? What about the, uh, the Evil Uno first edition AEW arcade shirt? They literally print anything on some cloth, just, just destroying, you know, the, the, uh, the environment. Ew. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty bad. The, the Britt Breaker shirt is the top selling item of the week, which lets you know that this is scaring the hoes wrestling. This is literally yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's literally. That is exactly what it is. Scaring the hoes uh, wrestling uh, uh, federation. Scaring the hoes. This is literally what this is. It's called battle damage. Like, uh, These are LARPers as pro wrestlers here. I don't know. People are stupid. I can't. I can't. And they're standing firm in the shirt, and they think that the shirt is a, you know, 
should we we should have we should be able to have this shirt and all time i'm like yo Britt baker you got rocks for brands can, can we talk about roger strong's logo <laughs> oh <laughs> the sean sean Ross. <laughs> i was like damn he's coming <laughs> you made it um that's so funny yeah why would they have that as i don't know I guess they thought it was a good idea. I don't know. I'm sure there's someone in there. Again, these are not, this OD looks like a Sean Ross Sapp shirt. Might steal the logo. Terrible logo. Um, he should steal the logo, but it's a terrible logo. But yeah, that is um, that's AEW. I we we all got we got some other news. Uh, a big debut over the weekend. Trinity Fatu. Hey, Trinity watches over. What, there was one? <laughs> yeah, Trinity watched last week. Trinity watches over. We were watching Trinity because apparently she costs too much for New Japan to go to. Um, and she was also not too much for Impact because they'll they'll they will pay anything for you. Well, Impact, nonetheless, she's returned to wrestling. Trinity Fatu has returned to wrestling. She's returned to Impact Wrestling. She was at the Impact Wrestling tapings last week. I'm sure it'll debut this week on whatever channel it comes on. Um, Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> the C-SPAN. True TV. One of them damn channels. Um, how do we feel... How do we feel this move... All right, let's look at where she was last year. Here you go. Here you go. You're already trying to cap me down. I'm trying to figure out how did we end up here? How does one end up in impact? Uh the the, the let's let's just be clear. The market is I won't say saturated. But the 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 ceiling is low for big money deals right now, unless you're in two companies. And if one company didn't want you, and you and you won't come back to the other company for whatever reason that we still don't know about, then there's your, your options are very slim. And then your best friend just so happens to basically take up a whole market in one country hey, for hey one man, company. You, I was told I'm being an asshole for saying something like that. <laughs> Here's my thing, and I said again, they already have their budget for Tanahashi and Okada, who are already signed <laughs> to those companies. Let's just be clear. That is already going to happen. That's like, you're not going to not pay LeBron James. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're going to pay Okada and Tanahashi however much they fucking want, but they're, that deal is already done. They're, they got like damn near lifetime deals with these motherfuckers, right? Right. So that's what happens, and then the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. The pool gets smaller, smaller, smaller until you're in impact in a dimly lit arena staging. Um, here's my thing: How can you not look at the? I, I listen. I know a lot of people are happy. It's great that she landed somewhere that wasn't, um, you know, that wasn't in fucking no, nowhere. Essentially, nowhere. she has a job again. Yeah, she has a job again. Yeah, She's she no longer unemployed. She has a job, and that's great. But there's no way you can look at this and be like, this is like where you thought she was going to be or end up. I'm not going to say it's an L, but I'm, I'm not going to say that it's like something I'm exactly excited to see her at. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just I, like, you know, 
I think the 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 thing is without the context of actually what happened and the decision to make this decision to leave WWE, everyone's just kind of speculating to the point. Whereas without the context, I personally don't know if this <laughs> how this move kind of like things in her brain. I think overall the things that she's hinted at was like she wanted to go somewhere where she felt appreciated, but I don't know her. The, the things that have happened that had made her feel disenfranchised or unappreciated in WWE. And I don't know the straw that broke the camel's back. There's a lot of similar to our, you know, the side of, you know, us thinking is like, really, like, how can be, how did this happen? And people are celebrating for her. I think we still don't have context in terms of what happened with Mercedes. We get all the con. She's been wanting to wrestle in Japan for years. You know what I'm saying? Like we got whole documentaries of her damn near, you know, asking for her release three years ago, four years ago. And we've got all that kind of context. But with Trinity, we don't really have the context. She isn't really saying anything. And I'm interested to see if that story will ever get lifted. Because to be honest with you, I think I think there's no real strong way to defend walking out unless it's an actual legit problem and in that problem i couldn't see how wwe wouldn't resolve it if it reached to the any point that was an extreme level to like we have to leave i don't feel comfortable here anymore yeah whatever the disrespect was and again everyone's just guessing right everybody is guessing we don't know, know but we don't know but i don't think i think it's part of their the the interesting part of their narrative and how people continue to let fans yeah be their fans and live in the dark and stuff like that they let the narrative kind of build itself through internet fandom and that's kind of how they are able to continue but i would actually like to know the story i would love to know the story um i think there's a story out there i'm interested that there no one seems to be on the WWE side, I don't think anyone outside of Mercedes and Trinity is going to talk about it because realistically, they like them and it's also not their business. Um, I think I, I I wouldn't be shocked. And I mean, there's there's been <sighs> proof either way, whether you want to believe it or not, and however you want to believe it. But I don't think that their departure and the way that they did it left them very like liked <laughs> by a lot of people. Right. Is that hard to is that hard to believe? I don't think it's hard to believe at all. I think um I mean, you left because it didn't seem like a problem. departure. You just kind of like dipped. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I've heard things, you know what I mean? And uh I don't know if that, you know, I don't know if a lot of people like the way that they did that. And I think that again that's it's all obviously between the people, you know, the workers and the company, but I, I, I can feel I, I see both sides of, of that situation, but in terms of just where she is now and, and where Naomi is now, or, or I'm sorry, Trinity is now, like it, it's it's definitely a situation where I feel like Mercedes is coming out looking great. And I feel like Trinity's gonna be an impact and that's gonna be like a huge, a huge like situation for her. And then hopefully in a month they're still talking about it because I feel like after they le- after they left, nobody really talked about her. You know what I mean? Like, like no one really said anything, and it, and it looks like with all the moves that are happening, it's, that's going to continue to be the case. I think I don't think we I don't think we're like we're old necessarily like older story, but I think it would add context and help like 
if it was a if there was a story there that could drive a narrative in terms of like this is a major deal for her and stuff like that and like her own personal growth and stuff like that i think that would be awesome but still to this day we still have not heard anything we still haven't heard anything about SummerSlam 2021 <laughs> oh we know about that <laughs> but it's a uh, you know we're happy that she's working um but also still got questions to be honest with you and to be honest with you still would rather her in wwe i'm uh, the, the the impact thing is cool but it's you clear like yeah like what was your i've never mm-hmm. i've never had seen like if trinity had aspirations to wrestle outside of wwe but apparently there is today i mean you gotta pay, you gotta pay the bill somehow hey man um, when a rabbit got the guy <laughs> you hey gotta man. go um was that the biggest stuff that happened i think that was it we got the um the lawsuit thingy oh oh, oh that happened after that yeah that did happen uh shit i not gonna lie it happened literally right after we posted the show like yeah not gonna lie I, I i had my thoughts on it um obviously the the lawsuit that's being brought against vince stephanie and wwe um a former writer there claims uh that she had been the subject she'd been subject to, to racist storylines angles and stuff like that uh had named in her case uh several wwe stars that um were victim of this including bianca belair uh paulo cruz mustafa ali um, it just basically said that, you know, there were just a bunch of things pitched to her from one specific writer in particular that she didn't get along with, um, and who was always, you know, on, he was, you know, she was on his shit list basically. And that she basically got let go for taking one of the chairs, a lot of stuff being put in, in here. Um, from what I understand, Vince and Stephanie are in this because they were in charge at the time when she was there. Mm-hmm. And the, the, but a lot of the onus falls on that writing team and the people who run that writing team for what was going on. Now, what did confuse me about this case was that a lot of the things that were pitched to her or that she said that either the stars didn't like or, or whatever, it still ended up happening. And that's that's what was confusing to me. Like the Apollo Nigerian thing did end up happening. And if I remember correctly, Mills, he actually was saying that that was something he wanted to do. I think it's something, yeah, yeah, that's a, while I do believe that they had um, creative input in it, and I still think they do, I honestly, I think Bianca even told us during her interview, like, or, or we've she heard during, this guy out. yeah, yeah, we, she does not, she's not going to say anything she doesn't feel comfortable with, period, that's, yeah. that's the standard thing. And realistically, I think even in WWE to the standpoint, like realistically, you wouldn't do something you're fully not comfortable. I mean, don't get me wrong. You probably would if you felt pressured to for your job. But I can't see this angle with Apollo Crews kind of like continuing to go off with like all this kind of pressure on him. Um, But I don't doubt. The thing is, is like, I feel like we both been featured. This is not like exclusive to any workplace where you have people who are completely ignorant and um, just don't understand pretty much how the shit goes in 2023. 
And I think mm-hmm. what the, I think more so the result from this case, or at least this attempt for this case, should WWE kind of like doubling down on you know the diversity, equity, and inclusion of everyone that's kind of hired and understand and tolerance as well. I think that's a major thing as well because it's clear, it's clear like it's coming off as they probably think they're being funny, the nine eleven jokes, the other stuff like that, but that shit is not funny. Yeah. Um, and and in a in a creative situation that is out of the out of the bound. Like if if that came to me and like, you know, during the ideation process, obviously we both have done marketing stuff. We both work within marketing, PR, branded stuff. That gets shot down in that meeting. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and somebody gets talked to about it. You know what I mean? If and I that, see and that it, in the Slack, your Slack is yeah. getting shut off within twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. And 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 again, this is something that, you know, within the creative process people are going to say some pretty stupid fucking shit. And then, but in most companies, they get punished for it. In right. WWE, it seems like he didn't get punished for it at all. And to it's which the, case I say the, like, it's the carny what? fucking show. It's the yeah. carny shit. Exactly. And and I think that this guy absolutely needs to go for sure. I feel like WWE needs to get some people of color in there for sure. They need to really revamp everything and get some fucking real HR. That's, that's my real thing is that like, I hope that Endeavor gives them a real well shit they run at ufc too i don't know if that's ever gonna happen <laughs> <clears throat> but um I, I i think there needs to be some real changes that, that go on back there now as far as this case i'm just gonna be real i'm gonna be honest i think they're gonna settle i think this is gonna like this is gonna get wiped under the rug they're probably gonna settle they'll probably make a statement about it i mean if we're lucky that guy might be fired but um you know hey, it, man, they could have let her get the chair because I feel like this is, I feel like the, the, the premise of this entire situation is so dumb because it's like they let her go because she took the chair from WrestleMania. It had to be like 37 at this point or 38. Um, and it was I'm a reason. What happened? It was looking for a reason. That's, that's yeah. what it looked like. It was because looking for a reason. I'm almost sure as someone, I don't touch it. Unless I see someone else do it. I don't know if I see other people taking the chair, like, yo, just grab a chair and, you know, make sure you grab a chair on your way out, you know, something like that. Like, don't tell nobody, but, you know, just steal one, take it back to your hotel room type thing. Like, I can honestly see that happening. I have no idea. Like, it looked like it was a reason that seemed like the pettiest reason to let go of someone for taking the chair. After I'm almost sure you dig into other people's homes, you run a search and you might see four or five chairs from people. Uh, they Absolutely. might have a uh, they might have taken a damn Montreal Sami Zayn chair and just like yo I'm taking this like history type thing I think it was so yeah. dumb they were clearly looking for a reason to do this um, because she was probably not as easy to work with because she protested all of these kind of things and mm-hmm. had you know different thoughts about all these kind of things so you know what um, overall in- go ahead Working in WWE Creative is like a shark tank from what we know anyway. You were you read Brian Gewert's book. I read Brian Gewert's book. It's a it's a shark tank. You know what I mean? Like there this people is trying to like they trying to get on and they trying to like get these wrestlers and shit that like them. But when you cross like the 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 when you cross the decency threshold, that's when I think you're it's it's too far. Like this isn't the year or the years or the generation to be doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I hope she gets her coin. Um it seemed like she was ready. Like she, she was ready. She was like, you know what, fuck these niggas. And she, she's, she's gonna, she's gonna, because the thing is, the money they're gonna have to pay, it's gonna come out of his ass. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna have to pay for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So hopefully he does get let go. But um, I I don't see this going to like trial for sure. Yeah, I don't. And then also like just you know it 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 looks bad for like the 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 um Mansours and the Leas of the world of like this thing was kind of like happening and circling backstage and stuff like that. Like it, I can imagine it would give you less hope about your positioning in the company if the people that are making these decisions feel this kind of way about you yeah um so yeah part of i mean bianca is still you can't touch bianca like at the end of the day you can't she, you can't but ahead. that was her homie which is which bugs me out was that she like shouted him out <laughs> so like i don't know amen i don't uh, know <laughs> uh-uh uh, no. Um, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna take my earrings off and whoop your ass. Yeah. Okay. Are we, <laughs> are, are we like going? That's to how the, you would say it, right? Yeah. yeah. If we can go into the draft thing, <laughs> let's go into the draft. Draft started last week on SmackDown. Uh, I would say like between the two shows, since like just to touch on the two shows, I would feel like the SmackDown was far more of like a nothing show besides one match than Raw was. We don't have to talk about the actual show. I mean, yeah, because SmackDown was just the main event, which. Yeah. It was an ends to a means of the long term thing, which will never be followed up until Roman actually shows back up again. <laughs> I did, was was Heyman kind of hinting that Roman was coming back in a week? I no? don't know, but because he said in one week, and I was like, then he never got to finish the sentence. So I was like, was he hinting that Roman was coming back, or is it, or is he? He's been gone for all like thirty days. Amen. <laughs> I mean, he ain't coming back on Monday. That's clear. That's clear for sure. He's got to come back. He's going to be in Saudi. So I would imagine that either next week he would come back or the week before or the week after that. And just the strange comments about, like, if Roman can't compete for that title, why is Heyman bringing it up? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. They didn't think this entire title thing through. Like, a lot of it is like, all right. Like I said with Kwan last week, you agreed with Roman on these terms of how long he can stay out, but then you bash him. <laughs> that was say, the okay, okay, hold on, hold on. That was that wasn't real thing. That was that was Triple H <laughs> trying to get more heel heat on Roman. I understood that part. I thought that part was smart because it it was him attempting to in something to, that I feel was right, right. Seth better later in the night differentiate that title and not make it seem like it was but, you tried. But I also feel like you're playing down. You're you're putting unnecessary. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. Any heat is good heat for Roman Reigns. But realistically, this man has been carrying the company. So whether or not, and the decisions that you guys have made have been in the best interest of this man carrying your company. So for them to come out of nowhere and pretty much say like, you know, we need a champion who's going to fight every week and all this other stuff like that. Like to me, it's just like. Uh, okay and i don't see the championships as being side to side but at some point we're gonna have to knock the unified off that other off, off of roman's championship thing right but it's gotta like, stay it's, it's gotta stay it's well i would say knock the 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 unified i, w- I would say knock undisputed. I would knock, the, I would knock the undisputed yeah keep the unified because now it's like disputed but um easily disputed. i i i get that i i get that what he was trying to do, but I feel like they need to, and I guess we'll get this after Saturday. They need to figure, they need to figure out who is going to be faced, who's going to be 
trying to go for this title and what is it you know what how are they going to do it is it going to be a one night tournament is it going to be like what is it so um well they said on smackdown it'll be people from raw and smackdown contending for the title which made it even more confusing (laughs) but then they then they but then they corrected it on monday at the top of monday and said this is exclusive to raw so it's got to be and they have a roster now so there are people on this roster i could see realistically going for it and on 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 that this yeah they've the messaging has been kind of off and realistically they could have i don't want to say they could have split up roman's titles but realistically i think long term it's interesting triple h's era of kind of doing things and i feel like the easiest way would have been have roman he's unable to defend we're splitting up the championships again he is unable to defend it on this show so thus this championship is now held in abeyance or something along those lines but they can't do that because they, they want, want to get him a thousand days and they want him to have the wwe title because he want they need that lineage so yeah <clears throat> yeah um little, let's get to the draft mess yeah let's get to the draft yeah it's a it's they it's their job to figure this out and hopefully by Monday to figure this out and keep and, and a, somehow somebody away from it but i want to give a prelude to everyone who is, has problems with this draft it's there like, were problems with it <laughs> no it's people, people see any other conversation people were like how could they draft this this person knowing that if Carmelo and Braun are there, why wouldn't they draft him or them over other people? Um, how could these amount of people get drafted? This person on this show, I'm like, bro, it's not real. Like, who cares? <laughs> this is the it ain't real. Yeah, it's not like this isn't an actual draft. Like, like this is not not even by the terms of how draft should actually go. It is draft <laughs> by name, but realistically, we also watch draft lotteries. We're on the screen. They went. Totally real, y'all. And totally pick someone out of the blue. Like, this isn't real. So I, my thing is, like, I wasn't heavily looking forward to the draft, per se. I wanted to see how the roster shake out. But it not. it's not like the event of the draft was something I was looking forward to. That's why I... Quan and I didn't do any mock draft because we were like, why the fuck are we doing a mock draft? Um, because yeah, realistically... And ultimately within it, there was shakeups that we knew were, hap- were, were going to happen. But I think before we get to like the names, I'm pleased with it because for the first time in a long while, I don't feel as though one show is more lopsided than the other. You know Why? Because they have actual stars and they have two stars, big stars on both shows now. So we're not being like, fuck, we got to watch Raw. Were they trying to figure out how to <laughs> make Riddle a guy <laughs> or like Randy Orton right. in his 20 Raw year? <laughs> Raw, is, Raw is still, in a sense, the flagship show of WWE. But SmackDown is also the money-making show of the WWE. Like yeah. SmackDown is the highest rated show out of both shows and has been consistently for like at least a year. So you can't, we can't do this like 2007 where it's clearly like the highest draft pick to SmackDown is like John Morrison or Chris right. Jericho. <laughs> you know but it made sense. Like, and also you have men and women this year. And 
we'll just, let's just get to it. So round one was on on Friday. SmackDown took um, the Bloodline. Raw took Roman, actually, Roman there, and Solo. Roman and Solo specifically. Roman Solo and Heyman. Is there like a list? Hold on. The, hold on. Like okay, I have the Wikipedia page if that's interesting. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh. The rounds don't oh. matter. The, the rounds don't matter to me. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm trying to find the full list. That's what I'm trying to. Find. Okay, I got the full list. I got the full list. I got the full list. All yeah. right. Oh, there we go. Thanks for sending that to me. Um, yeah. Why is everyone doing it by the rounds? Come on, man. <laughs> like, what the, the rounds don't matter. The rounds are in this. They're superfluous. Like, yeah, you could have just the list, and I would have been fine with it. Um, yeah. this is confusing too. No. All right. So boom. Let me get first draft pick. Um, thing goes to let's let's talk about the roster changes. How about this? Okay. So, All right. On the first round of this, <laughs> we're still um, doing rounds. Hold on. Okay. All right. Never mind. Um, okay. So the bloodline stays on SmackDown. Cody Rhodes stays on Raw. How that story is going to end up there, we'll figure it out. Is is Cody going to win the Rumble again? We'll figure it out. Is some sort of chicanery with the roster is going to happen again? More than me and the bank is in me and the bank is in July. Ooh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Bianca Belair is on SmackDown. Big move. Good pick. Raw Women's Champion. Clearly, they're going to swap the belts at some point. Monday. <laughs> I mean, they should do it on Friday. It, no, no, they do it on Monday. I would rather it not be a segment, though. I'd rather they just mail it. Yeah. Do we need another? <laughs> no, we absolutely need a segment. This is WWE. What are we talking about? Um, um Becky Lynch stays on Raw. Makes sense um, for many reasons that we'll get to on on uh, as we go through here. Uh, Street Profits move to SmackDown, of course, because Bianca's there. Imperium moving to Raw. I big. I give a big thumbs up to that. I give a big I, thumbs up to that. I thought it was going to happen too because clearly Raw needs some workers, and you got three of the best workers right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so big since, thumbs up. Since June, Gunther has been a force of nature, and um, that will continue on. Edge moves back to SmackDown. I was like, damn, they're moving Hall of Famers too? I was like, God damn. Listen, Edge, uh, that, I think that Seth feud was mainly on SmackDown, so I'm saying yeah, it's what? better years SmackDown. <laughs> um, Riddle stays on Raw, which which makes sense to me. I think I keep him away from Roman. I don't feel like Roman wants him over there. Um, Bobby Lashley moving to SmackDown. Thank God, get him off my Monday show. He'll have you know. Hey, he, man, he probably he might be on SmackDown every week. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, there might be weeks <laughs> that niggas not on SmackDown, <laughs> which is fire. That's cool. Um, Drew McIntyre over to Raw. That's good. Get him away from Sheamus. They've been together for a full calendar year. Like that also, is he gets a new world title to go for as well. Yes, yes, he does. Um, the OC is back. AJ Styles returned. I thought a little subdued for them to bring him back that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Especially, like, this is the house that AJ Styles built. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is his return to SmackDown should be a big deal because, again, his best years were on SmackDown for sure. Yeah. But he's back there with the OC, and Mia Yim also moves uh, over as well. I think a good move for Mia Yim more than anything. She was, she was getting, she was getting swallowed up by like the Beckys and the Biancas of, of the world. If you can't find room on a three-hour show, they're definitely not gonna find room on the two-hour show. So <laughs> she'll be able to mix it up with the LWO probably and stuff like that. So the, she'll definitely have have room there for sure. Um, Miz stays on Raw, which obviously makes sense. That's his network. 
Um, yeah. Damage control. The whole team moving over to SmackDown. So on SmackDown, you got the you, they're 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 moving that over, and you got a potential that EO Sky could could be a babyface on that brand pretty soon. Also, I love it. I think there's a lot of potential with the SmackDown women's roster right now. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura moves to Raw. I I think I said this that I wanted this and I've wanted this for a while. I was hoping AJ would stay on Raw to to kind of continue their feud over there, but um. I like the way it. he looks like money on Raw. Like he looked, yes, he looked like a big deal. I don't think I he did. looked real good. New presentation, new gear, all of that. I think he looked really, really dope. I think Miz is a good first step for him. Um, as as it, Miz in the in the Ziggler spot here of, of just kind of ushering in new people into the show. He's got Gargano, he could face, and Balor, he could face, Damian Priest, he could face, Cody, he could face, Gunther, he could face again. A lot of a lot of guys on on this show that he's never really mixed it up, mixed it up with before. Also, so right. really really cool right. there. You have the NXT picks and what I mean. I guess we will get to the to, toward the end, but I, I thank God, <laughs> thank God, thank yeah. you. Good for even somebody for Alba Fire. Alba Fire and Ela Don, who who kind of gets gets there by osmosis. So good for her. Um, they move over to SmackDown as the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, we'll get to, a, I guess, something big with them coming up on the, in the second round here. But Indy Hartwell moves to Raw with Gargano and Candice LeRae and Dexter Loomis, which you kind of see what they're gonna what they're gonna go for here. I hope it works. I, I don't. I like. I felt like that was a really small room stable in NXT, and we'll see how that works with the family and all that stuff on on Raw. Can you do? Is there a is there a need for a heel? Well, I don't know. You got Judgment Day. Maybe you do face. Maybe they run yeah, the face this time. Yeah, they're baby faces for sure. Um, oh, Indy, we could see Indy versus uh, Rhea pretty soon, and then mm-hmm. Judgment Day versus. Okay, all right, I could see. It's it. gonna get good. Here's my thing with Indy. I wasn't too happy about how they did the title situation. She's injured now, which realistically, honestly, I would just have her relinquish the belt on nxt to be honest with you because she it doesn't look like she'll be able to defend it in order to get it off of her yeah. but the one thing people are missing about this move and, I, and the reason why i've said to move her up so so you know so much longer ago was that she can get good by being on these shows just by osmosis and being next to these people that are already good so um i hope I this works out I'm, um, I'm, they have I'm some- hoping more so for the development of whatever character that she's got going on because she really needs Aren't- it sorely badly Hundred percent, yeah. Um, and the supplemental picks after that, Apollo Cruz goes back to Raw. Uh, Candice LeRae stays on Raw. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville they were on different shows, I believe. And yes, uh, they were. yeah, they were on different shows as a tag team. They they move over to Raw proper. Dexter Loomis, of course, stays as I mentioned before. Hit Row stays on on uh, SmackDown because we need jobbers. JD McDonough moves from NXT to Raw. This this is a sleeper pick for me. They, this is mm. this is a good pick. If this was a year ago, he'd be running behind our truth and <laughs> and, <laughs> and Reggie. He'd be right there with him. I'm not sure what this means now, but um, Judgment Day. You got to do it. You got to do it. Oh, you but include him in Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. Um, oh, Lacey yeah. Evans. Lacey Evans on stays on SmackDown. Maximum Male Model stays on on Raw. Natalia moves to Raw, which is good for their for their depth. You need the jobber. Um, and she's, you know, she's going to get her one run <laughs> every single year. She's get that. She gets that one run of the title every year. So you Listen, need that there. Natalia, Natalia Rhea might be next month, baby. <laughs> For sure. Or some, or SummerSlam. 
Um, Viking Raiders uh, moves from SmackDown to Raw. Sorely needed. Uh, they needed a new, a, a, you know, some new dance partners very badly. Zoe Stark and another to me with JD McDonough, another sleeper pick to me. I think this is going to meet like this. This might have been in a supplemental. But this this has bigger implications to me. Zoe Stark moves from NXT to Raw. That's automatic. You got a worker automatically. You have somebody that can work on that show. I give it two months before she's teaming with Natalia. <laughs> you think she goes up there as a baby face? Nah. Okay. But I don't Shitty. think I don't think there's anything. Yeah, she's she's one of those people you need to put her in a tag team and then have her turn on the tag team partner. So to kind of like put something I don't think she's someone that immediately stands out. So you gotta put her in a situation for her to stand out. Yeah, for sure. Um round two was on Raw. First pick was rear. Here's my thing. Stop. T- niggas need to stop talking about this. First round draft pick. This is these, these are just t- them. This is a, a a cool way for them to tell you who's on whose show now. Yeah, this is not <laughs> an actual here. draft. Like it, none of this matters. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley uh, stays on Raw. Austin Theory moves to SmackDown, which and and obviously he was going to move there because they can't have both um, kind of mid card titles there. But good move for him. He's moving with 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 Lashley, so I could see about three more Lashley matches before they, they find something for them to do. But um, that's a good move for him. I think he's needed to move away from 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 Raw for a while now, and especially move away from Seth Rollins. I agree. Who who is staying on Raw as we all expected? Now, Meals, Charlotte Flair, staying on SmackDown. What do you think? I'm surprised. I'm surprised they even put her in this draft because clearly I feel like she could go to anything that she could do anything that she wants to do. Um, if she, but I know when she returns, you better watch out, Bianca. <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> the real TikTok. It is TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a wrap. So her being on SmackDown, good good thing for SmackDown, to be honest with you. And then I also think if they want to continue with her as a face, you got Bailey, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could run mm-hmm. it back. Um that might be it, to be honest with you. I forget who else is on SmackDown, but go off. All of them. Uh you get you get uh, Charlotte there too. Listen, Charlotte and Oscar on the same brand. Well, you're re- you're revealing them before I say them, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you got your show. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are are. Uh, this was another Chelsea Green, um, uh, Sonya situation where they were, they were a tag team on two different shows. Now they're converged on, onto one show with the tag titles on Raw. Thank you. Give me my Viking Raiders match, please. The Usos go over to SmackDown. I'll say this right now: the tag team division on SmackDown is basically no more. Can we say that? Like it, it's like maybe three teams now. Four, I'm three, going four, to say I'm going to say next week on Raw, Adam Pierce is just gonna be like, just give me the bells. <laughs> <laughs> just hand them over. That'd be um, cool. Raw, That'd be fine. They they yeah. they finished it. I, but also I they should have done that to Roman, so <laughs> No, you, you, you can't. Well, you can't because they weren't they they weren't unified. They're just undisputed. Okay, sure. They're not All unified. Right. <laughs> the belts were not unified. Okay, all right, sure. Come on, I've said that's not sure. It's literally in the. It's literally in the thing. It's undisputed. It's. It's. it's come on, unified. They're unified. Yes, these belts okay. are not unified yet. Yes, maybe. Usos just what the Usos just won both, but Roman unified those titles in the main event. 
Let's okay. just be clear. All right. So uh, Judgment Day stays on Raw, which which is obviously you got to keep them together. They're like the biggest stable that isn't the um that isn't the bloodline on the show. The LWO. I mean, they could have. I, I was at NXT, but I get apparently they're going to SmackDown. <laughs> hey man. That Latino audience on SmackDown is running strong for like the last like twenty years, baby. Also, like, win, <laughs> please, yeah, Something. please. I, I need. I mean, they don't have a match on Backlash, but I mean, I guess. I, think, I, I mean, I guess. I don't think Judgment have, Day needs to be this strong. <laughs> Should face that money. Well, it's always Damian Priest. It's 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 been Damian pinning them, so it's really just making Damian look strong, um, because that you know. Well, I'll talk about it when we talk about Backlash. But um, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez moved to Raw, which is fire to me. Um, again, this Raw women's division is stacked. I hope they they do right by all of them. But um, Asuka moves to SmackDown. So you got a core of Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. That's fun. That is fun to me. That's really fun. Um, New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Kofi, of course, is injured. They move over to Raw. Rawling Brutes stay on SmackDown. Good idea. Trish Stratus, I say, wait, what? <laughs> She's on Raw. <laughs> I guess, bro. She 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 ain't even on the show in two weeks. Hey, Amen. Nah, man. She she on the Raw roster. She's been here every week. She's been here more weeks than Becky. Where oh, Becky wow. Amen. Uh, next pick. I mean, you got to play this. <laughs> ah, game. I can't, I can't believe you. <laughs> Your boy ah, don't game. work for a million years, but it works when that shit comes on. <laughs> 4K, 4K, 4K game. Come on, let, let me hit. Not. Let me hit niggas with this one more time. Listen, let me hit I'm niggas with this one he, more time. He should have went to Raw. <laughs> he should have went to nah, Raw. He on the money nah, show. He, 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 he a money man. Money man. Listen, money man. He had a whole feud with Shinsuke that is no longer <laughs> a thing. <laughs> he he should have went he to Raw. He's gonna make Shin- Shinsuke look good. Uh and you know what I'm saying? Friday, right? You it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it's Friday in Puerto Rico. That's his that's his home, his home country, my brother. I we, guess. We, I'm <laughs> hey, I'm seeing niggas. Hey, hey, I'm seeing niggas in 4K now. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I hear I'm you. seeing 4K. Carrying cross coven complete. You feel me? One more K with it. Anyway, I ref- this I is my ref- biggest shot. <laughs> This is my biggest shock of the night, all right? Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler moving to Raw. Did not expect that. Ronda Rousey moving into a show with Becky Lynch. Hey, man, apparently they pieced it up. Got to be. Got to. Okay. Um, I saw it in the documentary. You know what I'm saying? LA Knight stays on SmackDown. Good, you shouldn't move him yet. Um, Braun Strowman and Ricochet move over to Raw. Ricochet hasn't been on Raw in, what, two years? I don't like this so, move. <laughs> I don't like this Why? move at all. It's too easy to throw that nigga on main event. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of moves. There are there are a bunch feel, of men and women that that will go on main event before he does. I feel like don't get me wrong, we're in a different era. I feel like the Triple H era, obviously there's some semblance of respect for Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Because they give them wins, but the win well for Ricochet for sure. Um, because yeah. they give them wins, but they're not like wins that mean anything. <laughs> that's that's a lot of wrestlers, though. That's you're saying that because that's you know you like Ricochet. And I like Ricochet too, 
but that's a lot of that's a lot of wrestlers. You got to fill TV time. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah, I feel you. Like a lot of people win, and and they a lot of people just win shit. Like Karrion Cross wins important shit, but you know he wins a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like Karrion Cross wins important shit. Hold up. <laughs> anyway, uh, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Uh, Shotzi stays on SmackDown, which is good. She, she's she's got a bunch of ring generals that she's with, and hopefully, what she's learned with Natalia uh, really carries over here to 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 you know working with Charlotte again, working with Bianca first time, you know stuff like that. Um, Bronson Reed stays on Raw, of course. Uh, you, you need which him on there. I think that's he taking that he taking that pinfall this weekend. <laughs> cap. Oh shit, that's not Cap. You're right. Yeah, because the US title's <laughs> going out. So. But Bronson versus Gunther would be a heat rock. Amen. And they faced off in PWG before. So okay. that'd be heat rock. Um, pretty deadly. Clap it up for them, man. It didn't even they, take a year. <laughs> listen. Nah, they were in the NXT UK slums for a minute. <laughs> No, but I'm talking about in, in, in American NXT. They didn't. They, they was like, nigga, just just bide your time, <laughs> right? Have some to fun. get over as an NXT UK thing in front of the American audience, you've done well. Because I don't even think a lot That's of the NXT lot. UK Tyler Bate just be showing up and just yeah, pattern shirts and shit. Ilya Dragunov again, his brain busted every other week, so he shows up every once in a while. I mean, I was surprised Ilya Dragunov. I mean, the rumors was Corey Jade, Ilya Dragunov getting drafted to one of these shows, and neither of them have been drafted to any of these shows. I'm cool with that. Ilya just came back. Like, just came back. I, I, I think that he needs, and he should want more time so he can start cutting more promos, learning more things, and, and, and they, need, they need ring generals on that show because look at it. Melo and Braun are not doing it. It's it, the only person that's doing it and actually popping ratings over there. The only thing popping over there is Roxanne Perez. The only person that's, that's, that's popping ratings over there is her. Mm-hmm. So they need to work on that men's division. If you have a, a core of a Tyler Bate, a Ilya Druganov, um, you can have Melo there. I'm not saying Melo and Braun are not good, but they need something better. And that's why they're not called up right now because they they're these are full packages here. And Pretty Deadly is a full package. They're tall as hell. They have a character. They're funny as hell. They don't mind doing silly shit. They remind me of, and I know this is going to sound crazy, and I don't want you to kill me here, but I want you to walk with me here. Mm-hmm. They remind me of, like, the, the ENC, Edge and Christian, a little bit. I could see it. I could see it. Like, just, just in terms of just them having that brutal streak, but also being really funny. So, like, I, I like this, man. And moving over to SmackDown, I, you know what? I take back what I said about the division being dead. Pretty deadly could, could could really go up there with the Usos and and um the Brutes and everybody up there. That's gonna be really fun. I agree. Um, Alpha Academy stays on Raw. Rick Boogs moves to SmackDown, but without Elias, right? Who the fuck cares? You're right. <laughs> You're, never... right. <laughs> You're right. What? You're right. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter go from NXT to Raw. What a what a really sweet reaction that they had. They've they've been on NXT for. A very long time and they're finally moving up hopefully this isn't like an Aaliyah. well no they can go they, they actually can wrestle but um nah, get the fuck out of here <laughs> like, no, they can wrestle they can you capping they can they can go they can go but they, they they're they're serviceable they, they're serviceable they annoying bro there's nothing likable about these two nothing likable they did the I'm exact same thing i told them to do every you know the, you know the thing with them is that 
they're never serviceable enough to go out there and like hype up a crowd or anything. So they always do the backstage thing where they have to interrupt somebody to get a match. And they literally do it at the draft where um, what's her face? The, the Ilya Dawn and, and Alba Fire are celebrating their own win. And they're like, yeah, you're NXT. And they're like, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions? <laughs> I bet you can't defend those on Tuesday. And then, of course, they're defending them on Tuesday. I found a chance in Kaden Carter. Ability. Yes, ability. Nothing else. It's seeming to me that they're going to do some type of unification here. I I feel like um, they're not losing it to Katana Chance and Caden Carter, and they'll probably lose it to another tag team on NXT. Yeah, like and, and then... And then they and then they unify it with Liv and Raquel, right? Nah, I don't see any unification at all. I feel like, well, unless they don't want NXT to have women's tag team champions, I don't think they. Them. Well, here's the thing that I was that I was thinking when you look at NXT's roster, do you really need a tag team championship at that point? No, it, because you're taking away so many women, and there are so many women that to me are not ready to like work at that tag team level yet. But I also feel like this is how you incorporate a lot of women in the ring at the time. Look at the tag team with Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at how that tag team kind of worked out. While they never really won the tag team championships, I think the development of their characters and kind of everything that happened after it. Now, Nikita Lyons blows out her knee and kind of the storyline goes in the air. But realistically, I think this is how you get multiple programs, multiple storylines. Even look at Fallon, you know, Fallon, what's her face, and um, Kiana James. Like Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Like, I think that's how you you get creative and being able to work these storylines and develop characters in different ways. And you're able to put in multiple women at the same time. I don't think necessarily a mid-card championship is going to work. Because then again, you're just going to have one person to face off against another person, or it's going to be the multi-person title or something along those lines. I do think they need these tag team championships on this show. Um, And it's a good way. I think tag team wrestling is a good way to help develop talent because you place them in reference with another talent and you're able to kind of see, you're able to kind of gauge how they are and their characters are able to play off one another, which is what NXT really, really needs. That's my TED talk. I just, I just, I just don't think that a tag title is what that brand needs right now, especially for the women. I mean, it's it barely, it's barely on on life support. Toxic Attraction's broken up. Um, Roxanne is probably going for that singles title for with Tiffany. There's there are really no Kiana and what's her name broke up. There, there's really just no need for it. It seems as though the moves they made for those titles have been very calculated, and that's really um. The, the the outcome to me that seems like to me because whoever wins this they're going to end up on the main roster you know what i'm saying and and they can't just go back to nxt the next week and be like well we're, we're we won it last week and now we're going to give it up this week they they should really just you know combine them but uh the, the last the last pick on raw was cameron grimes uh who go, who's going to smackdown i said if i don't hear this guy's name i'm going up to, to connecticut myself hey, and we have you might have pulled the roddy you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just like, where is he? But now we know where he is. Um, I am interested in seeing how they introduce him. I really am. I I, I think a, a character change is probably in discussion here for him. I don't think he's going to be the same that we saw in NXT on SmackDown. I don't know. For sure. Baron Corbin ship has sailed. So, 
<laughs> It'll be interesting to see how this uh, comes. Was Baron drafted? We'll get to it, right? He wasn't. Wow. Okay. No, keep scrolling down. Keep scrolling down, baby. Okay. So All answers will be revealed. Supplemental, supplemental pick. Akira Tozawa stays on Raw. Dana Brooks stays on Raw. Emma moves to Raw. Um, Grayson Waller. Sneaky pick. I think that it is damning that he went up first. It's been two years, Mills. He is the only one of that core that core group that was in that War Games match that got called up. That is Amen. telling as to who is ready and who's not. <laughs> the boy can talk. And he can work. Let's yeah. just be clear. The boy can talk and work. End uh, this goes from NXT to a main event. Uh, Johnny Gargano stays on Raw when he returns. Uh, Los Lotharios goes to Raw. Nikki Cross stays on Raw. Odyssey Jones, surprising pick to me, stays on Raw. Piper Niven stays on Raw. Of course, Riddick Moss moved to Raw because Emma's moved to Raw. Tamina has moved to SmackDown. Tegan Knox moves to Raw, which is a good move to me. And Zia Lee has moved to Raw as well. So they announced that there will be free agents that were included but were neither declared uh, whether we either declare free agents or, or free agents because they went undrafted. So they're announced on the post shows and uh, they can appear on both Raw and SmackDown. These include Baron Corbin, Brock Lesnar, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Mustafa Ali, Omos, Von Wagner, and Zion Quinn. What do you think this free agent shit is about? <laughs> you, you, need, you, you probably need sometimes to have stories where... A guy needs to get over, but he, he shouldn't be losing his status to somebody who, who is, like, higher than him or, or lower than him. So, outside of the, the the two that normally stands out, these guys are just pretty much enhancement talents. Some of them are. I can see some of them. Omos and Brock Lesnar are clearly those are uh, attractions. Yes. Yeah, yes. those are those attractions. attractions. Um, Baron Corbin, I think it's good for him to move to move shows. I think he he's a, he's somebody that can play either role really well. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, they, they should be really used to get people over uh, who are either coming in or coming up, potentially coming up. And that is like the main event people, stuff like that. Like, I know this sounds disrespectful, but like, look at the, the names we called out and look at these some of these people. Like, some of these people have been around for a really long time. Some of these people just, you don't really see them in that title picture. I mean, can you blame them? Like, Von Wagner, come on, this, this got to be his last chance. Hey man, <laughs> Before they do you know what else. I see with all these wrestlers? They not H. Oh. <laughs> None of these wrestlers are H, baby. They not H. I like that. Except for Omos and Brock Lesnar. Well, Brock Lesnar ain't Brock, H. Brock, nah, they v, you know they VKM <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Those dudes are VKM. Vince says, nah, don't draft them. I might I come up with some things for them. Yeah, uh, they're not. Ain't no way Brock Lesnar is H. That's a that's nah, a fact. Nah, nah, he ain't H. You ain't H. You ain't H, baby. <laughs> I, 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 all in all, meals. I am very pleased with this draft. Um, obviously, some of the, like, you, like I felt like they cheated a little bit by be, having stables be uh able to be moved together, but um, right. I think I think the shows desperately needed this. I think Cody has a lot of dance partners. I think Roman, whenever he wants to come back, it seems to me that the the final battle here, and if there's one complaint I have about this, this new title, is that it's still not the title, okay? Because I can't see Cody realistically going for this title. And if he does, I could see him like 
not getting it or finally giving the rub to Seth and then moving on to Roman anyway. But it seems to me is that they're making this nucleus of a storyline between Roman, Cody, and Seth right now. And who's going to, who's going to, but the thing is, is that Seth's gonna, probably going to win that title. So he actually can't go against Roman. So that'd have to be like a Survivor Series thing or something like that. But it, to me, it still seems like the final outcome, the final, the, the big storyline is Cody and Roman still to me, because you've kept, you've kept Cody completely out of the mix of anything else going on with this draft. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, I could see the finals leading up to, it could be, I mean, people saying Finn versus Seth, I could see Cody versus Seth and Seth finally gets that win over Cody. I could see it. And I know people are going to complain about it, but it's like you, I mean, why wouldn't you have Seth be, that's like a, that, that is, that is to me poetic. You know what I mean? That that's poetic. And it also kind of, feeds into the story of, of Cody really. And I know people are like, they want their instant gratification now. And stuff like also, that. I, I don't know. You also run the risk of people booing Cody. Nah, I don't think so. This ain't AEW. Seth is not. Nah, Seth is over like Rover though. Like they'll both Rover. be over. They'll both be over. I think, I think Cody is. If, if, if it's one, a one B on that show. And, and I, and I, and honestly, if, if we want to be real too, I would keep them away from each other for as long as possible. And I would just have Cody yeah. move right into Gunther or, or, yeah. or uh, move him into somebody else, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put Cody versus Seth together. Now I think about it, but I think the, I think the summer program is really going to be bloodline versus each other. I, I think, I think solo and in, in the Usos is definitely something that's going to implode at backlash. So, um, but but all in all, I I I I would rate it like a B, maybe a B plus. I think there's a lot of a lot of questions I still have, but I think that the NXT inclusions to me put this over the top, almost to an A, because again, you're shaking it up, and we're, we're going to see some new matchups, and that makes me really excited. I would say B minus. It was cool. I'm not I'm not thrilled, but it it did what it's supposed to do. It gave what it was supposed to give. What what, what we've been watching the same roster for t- damn near three years. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's just it's, it's a B minus, baby. What do you want from me? What about about you're you? I don't know. Anyway, let's I'm let's not, go to I'm back. Not overly like I'm I'm here with it. Like I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's, it's a solid grade. Hey, hey man, but you was judging the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm not I, like to I'm, be judged. Okay, let's go to let's go to backlash, aka uh, the fun, sh- basically a fun show. It's gonna be a fun show. That's really, that's really what this is. Because now that we've we've kind of established that nothing here matters, it's gonna just be a, other than one match. It's gonna be like a fun show. So um, let's start from the top. Matt Riddle. Oh, I'm sorry. The Blunt Line versus the Bloodline in a six man tag team match. <laughs> um, Solo's been he's basically murked off all the niggas on the other team, and the Usos have pretty I... much lost everyone. <laughs> This solo shit has got to stop. <laughs> it, it's got to stop. He couldn't. Seth can't beat him. <laughs> Seth Rollins. It's got to be. I've told you that it's got to be his brothers. It has to be his brothers. It, that's the only way that I'm thinking of this. Of this happening. It's got to be one of his brothers or both of his brothers doing it. This solo shit got to stop. Every main event, every fucking week, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Um, with that said. This feud is over. The honorary yeah, bloodline arc is officially over. Yep. Um, 
this is yeah it was, great while, this, it was great while it lasted but it's done it's done 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 um with that said Did you see the, a TikTok this, the, that a guy made where he was like, I think it's funny that they introduced, everybody introduced this new title and the one person they haven't mentioned about getting this heavyweight title is Sami Zayn, who after WrestleMania, nobody ever mentioned him really again. He was like, it kind of proves that none of y'all really wanted uh, Sami to win the title. You just wanted him to be Roman. And I was like, damn. Hey, <laughs> run that out. It's in that algorithm my way, baby. Um, oh, man. I'm going to give it to the bloodline because Solo Sokoa is a fucking maniac monster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would, you, you got to have the bloodline. If this main events, you got to have the bloodline. I don't think it's the main event thing. I think it's either Bad Bunny and Priest or Cody and Brock. Actually, yeah. that match is probably not going to go that long, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of Cody and Brock, let's get to it. Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar. I've I've been saying this since the top of the month in, in April. I would have Cody lose here and run it back in Saudi Arabia because we haven't even really heard Brock say why he did what he did, which is interesting that it's managed to kind of keep its heat without Brock explaining anything. He's just Brock Lesnar, baby. Um, I think, yeah, I think... DQ finish? I feel like DQ. Maybe Cody wins via DQ. Or knockout or something like that. Brock, mm. I, I got Brock here. I got Brock here. A kick to the dick or something. Something stupid. <laughs> um, Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Women's Championship. Let's just be real. Uh, It'll be you know fun. <laughs> Um, I like that Zelina. I like that Zelina Vega is getting this opportunity. I feel like once again, I mean, I think if you're in long enough, you're gonna get an opportunity at some point or another. She went through a lot. I remember even in the build to like, she would. I mean, she still loses a lot. Don't get me wrong, she still loses a fuck ton. Um, and I think on Friday was her first win of the year. Um, but I think when you when you give someone an opportunity, you're always going to be able to give someone an opportunity and she has a, you know, position to, uh, to really shock the world in, in a kind of way, not like shock the world, like actually win, but like show people that she's, you know, she's more than this. I think her last title shot she got against Asuka at that one pay-per-view that one time. Um, and yeah, I think she's cool. I've been, I've known of her wrestling since she was Thea Trinidad and I was like, wow, she's been grinding for a long time. So, um, yep. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Uh, Rhea Ripley's gonna win this. Seth freaking Rollins versus Omos. Seth is on such a crazy roll. I can't remember the last time he lost. I think the last time he lost was like last November for the U.S. title, right? Um. So, I he has been booked extremely strongly. This is an exhibition match. They, you know, what's funny? They didn't even have these two on screen together this week. <laughs> it, like they immediately moved Seth over to kind of rubbing shoulders with the bloodline and being a main event guy. I think this would be cool, but I got Seth winning this and giving Omos about four stomps <laughs> in order to finish. Yeah, I could see that. It is what it is. There's nothing much to be mad about with this match. It's a, it is an exhibition match for the Puerto Rican fans. That's fine. You know, just get it over with and move Seth over to, uh, to the Saudi show, which is in fucking, fucking four weeks at this point. 
Um, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed triple threat match for the United States Championship. They're gonna be working in this one. They 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 working their ass off in this one. We already know that the chemistry between Lashley and Reed. Very sad that they won't go be. You know they're not gonna be on the same show anymore. And I don't think they got a a, a conclusive win against each other yet. But um, I could see yeah, Bobby Lashley crazy. winning this. I could see Bobby Lashley winning this and going to SmackDown with that title. Um. I'm a real Austin theory. I just feel like he's going to. I feel like there's more, I guess, opportunity against him. I could see Austin Theory versus Sheamus. That's what I'm thinking. Austin Theory versus Sheamus is coming up. And uh, we continue that story there. Because I don't really see what what role Austin Theory plays if he doesn't have the title. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's there's a... There's, I mean, he could face off against... Bobby can, Bobby can do a bunch of things because he's Bobby. But Theory kind of, like, needs it at this point. I don't, but then we get more months of Lashley in theory. You're right. I think Bobby on SmackDown. Who the hell's on SmackDown now? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. He might run up against some bloodline. You know, run up, get done up. Maybe he gets <laughs> a Solo Sokoa feud or something. I can see Theory and Rey Mysterio, um, or Theory and Santos being being something that happens yeah. too. I think, I there's it. a the the world is 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 Austin theories on SmackDown. He's got a lot of vets he could work with and to get better. Um, and and I hope that he does. Um, Bianca Belair versus Io Sky with Bailey and Dakota Kai. Um, these two can can go. They had a really great match on Raw a couple of months ago. I, I want to say two months ago, I think. And mm-hmm. while I don't see Bianca losing this match, I definitely see Io Sky gaining some fan fan support on this match. And I think that we start to see kind of the deterioration of, of damage control, or at least one of them being splintered out of the group. I think we see Bailey have the opportunity to maybe allow cheat for EOs for having her win or something along those lines. And she just doesn't like just sneakily watches EO lose without really helping out. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't get how you would even get to the breakup at this point. Right. EO, um, how I would book this, Meals booking, is that Bailey gaslights Dakota Kai into thinking that EO Sky thinks she's bigger than damage control. Okay. It's time. And then, can I be real? Try to pit Bailey and Dakota Kai against EO Sky. Can I be real? It's time time for EO to go. It's time for EO to be. Yeah. Yeah, she can definitely do it. Uh, It's time. Um, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest, San Juan street fight. This could main event. It would be cool if it did. I think it's it's a cool moment for both. How violent is is Bad Bunny gonna get here, and how fucked up is he gonna get? I don't know. They they made the mistake of on Raw saying that Damian Priest has not been pinned since last October, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> is he about to get pinned by Bad Bunny? Um, it would be it would be poetic because these two are actual like friends and he trained him. I think that that would be a, a cool moment. Though I wouldn't be shocked if Bad Bunny didn't win because, I mean, if you're going all in with Damian Priest, what what better than to have him beat like the biggest celebrity in the world, right? Right, right. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of shit. I could see Bad Bunny pulling out in six one nine. I could see Bad Bunny doing the Canadian Destroyer again. I, I'm interested in seeing what he does 
and how he plays into the street fight thing. Again, I love the street fight stipulation because it hides the fact that he can't actually do like a real like regular match. But you also have the opportunity to have Rey Mysterio come out, have the LWO come out, have Judgment Day come out and treat this like a really fun little match. And I love the Ray Dom match from last month at WrestleMania. And if it continues on that kind of path of just like the, the good overbooking, then then I, then I think this will be a really fun match. I think so, too. Um, the celebs haven't really dropped the ball in any kind of way as of yet. So you know what? I'm kind of for it. Um, yeah. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. I'm going to pick, actually, uh, I'm going to pick, I'll pick Bad Bunny for the win. Why not? I'll pick Bad Bunny, too. I, I think that, it, why not? Uh, you know, why, why not? It's, it's Bunny's rules. It, it's, remember, remember, remember they had those, like, fully loaded uh, DX and all that shit? This is Bad Bunny's pay-per-view. Yeah, essentially. For sure. Uh, so, I think that Backlash is going to be a fun show. I don't know if it's going to be, like, the barn burner, like, next level. I think, I think they're saving that for end of the month for, uh, for night of champions, but it should be a really fun show. Uh, it comes on Saturday. It's, 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 it's definitely, we're, we're definitely getting into a point of like, we just came out of like wrestling overload and we're about to go right back into it meals because there's going to be so many pay-per-views coming up this summer. Like we've got, <laughs> we got night of champions. There, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of AEW pay-per-views coming up. There's, uh, obviously money in the bank. There's summer slam. This summer is going to be pretty stacked. So really, really excited about what comes up and we'll be, you know, we'll be back next week with all the information and all of the happenings uh, post-draft for you guys on the A-Show. Thank you for listening. Of course, you can go and listen to The Rewriter's Room, which is back now, uh, starring Armand and the gang. Uh, also, The War Report, Quan will be back this week with Cyrus talking about the latest and greatest in AEW. Hey, I just saw the all-in 35K tickets sold already for, for Wembley. Too easy. Too easy. Way right. too easy. That's a good look. That's a good look. Uh, will it change their business? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. For meals, I am Justin, and we'll see you guys next week on the A Show. Peace.